Hi guys, welcome to episode two of the podcast interviews where we interview Rise Ninjas and other people to talk about their experiences either before we met them and since or just just whatever it is that we think might be an interesting story to tell for, for people like yourself who are listening. Uh, today we have Kim on the podcast. Welcome Kim. Hi John. How are you today? I'm fine, thanks. Are you? I'm good, thank you. It's funny, isn't it, with stuff like this? I've already said how you, like two minutes ago when we first got on the call, and then you have to do it again for the benefit of the uh, of the listeners. Cool. So, Kim, you've been a member for quite a while now. Are we, is it five and a or half years? Is that right? Uh, no, it'll be five years in May. Five years this year. Sorry, I've had an extra year on. My apologies. So uh, you've been a member longer than the majority of people we've had on a podcast, which may mean that you have some different insights or observations. But for those who don't know who you are, and perhaps even for those that do, but perhaps don't know all about you, tell us about Kim for the however many years before we met you. Uh, oh, 53 years before we oh, okay. met me. I wasn't going to say a number. I was just going to say How long have you got? <laughs> so when I joined, I was working full time. I was a, a manager for Cancer Research UK Manager Institute. Um, a very busy manager. Not a lot of time for doing much else. Mm-hmm. Um, part of the reason for looking out for something to do was... Um, because my job changed a lot, I was a lot more desk-based and office-based, and not so not so active. So that was one of the reasons for looking for something around the fitness side. Okay, cool. What sort of sort of fitnessy things and what have you had you tried before we first met you? Um, from back in the eighties to, to uh, aerobics, as they had then, yeah. and. Uh, through very different gyms where you just pay and you can go and use kit and things. And I did Pilates, Zumba, um, sort of various things like that. I did swimming quite a bit, lunch times and that, but I'm talking quite a few years ago now, probably mm-hmm. before starting um, it, Academy as it was then Rise, um, I hadn't really done much for quite some time. So what was it about wherever you were at that particular point that made you feel it was time to do something? Well, as I said, partly because I was more office-based, I had been mm-hmm. mostly manual working on my feet, um, so I was probably generally fitter anyway. But I, I'd also put on probably, well, I was 11, over 11 stone, so I, I put on a few stone probably in about a year, 18 months. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously I wanted to stop that from carrying on and just to generally be more, you know, have more energy and things. I did notice that, that, you know, and I had thought it was probably, you know, due to getting perhaps older, you know, even things like menopause, anything like that. And I started to almost decide that that was probably where I was at and things weren't going to really change. So it was only really off chance of seeing an advert on Facebook that I, you know, saw the academy. Okay, cool. Do you remember what the advert was that you saw on Facebook? Well, I remember it was Pat because she's fully aware that she, you know, her advert, and it was aimed at if you're over 50 and looking for, so I think that was the thing that pulled it for me because obviously there's adverts and all sorts of things all the time. I'd never been particularly interested in slimming clubs Mm-hmm. I tried to reduce, you know, do calorie counting, all sorts of different diets and things, but 
I'd never, I'd never been sort of like hugely overweight that I was really that worried about it until coming up to that sort of time, say 2016. Um, so yeah, the advert with Pat on it, and it was people over, you know, looking at women over 50s if you're interested in keeping fit, like-minded people, and so yeah, that definitely was the attraction. It was no individual reference or anything like that. Okay, so you mentioned obviously in the preceding 18 months, two years or so before we first met, you'd gained an amount of weight there, and, and, and part perhaps of where you were at was thinking maybe it was related to age, but looking back in retrospect, what would you say had happened in that time frame to for that weight gain to occur? Um, definitely changed from more of a manual role, but also added stress because the, the management role I'd, I'd done for some years, I initially took on um, due to other management leaving, so it was a bit of an emergency cover thing, which, which I said I would do for six months and did for five years. Um, and so I was actually, I did actually get quite stressed and burnt out and was finally able to change change roles so I would imagine the stress added to probably my eating habits changing and sure. not the same previously so yeah that's easy to understand that so you you saw obviously the uh, the advert with Pat on you came down you came to a briefing meeting uh, that that summer what were your kind of your first impressions walking in um obviously Bit nervous but quite good because lots of other people they're all in the same position um i did actually come with with lauren who wasn't very old at the time but um, didn't end up being particularly interested in that it was the first time i think that you told everybody that you were about to have uh, well no you, your wife was pregnant that was with okay Charlie. all right cool <laughs> so i thought the way you and the others presented themselves was very real you know they'd all been in the same Place. and I can't remember who it was who came out and injured that came on and agreed to have a chat and that but I just thought the way you did it or obviously it was Matt as well at the time was just sort of down to earth and real and mm -hmm. I was actually sitting next to somebody else who I'd, I'd not met before but who said oh I'd go for the 20 pound challenge thing which hadn't even crossed my mind I must be honest but I decided at that meeting right I might as well do that didn't want to join them but so I did for that. Once I set myself a challenge, I quite like to give it a good go. You know, did that, so signed up there and then. Thinking back in the time frame, that was probably Ronnie, would it have been? Do you think he would have spoke at the meeting in terms of the member side of I it? I don't know. Uh, I don't think Ronnie was at the meeting. I don't okay. know Ronnie. Um, it was, um, I think it was actually two of them, and I think they met there. Uh, Stacy like. and Rich? Possibly. Right. I think Ronnie did the majority of them around that time frame, but obviously there's the occasional ones he, he couldn't make. Okay, so you decided to, to get started, and then what happened next? Um, I think we had the induction that later that week, which was, again, quite good. Um, I, I didn't really have much idea of how it was going to work, even though obviously you'd gone through the brief meeting. And that, I still didn't really know what to expect. Um, although I knew it was sessions rather than sort of like just go in and, and help yourself and do stuff with kit and things. I quite like that set up the session. I won't call it classes for your benefit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think it was when you first go in, of course you're nervous, but then I quite like the fact that each month you've got more new people that are joining and they're all in the same boat. Because I was on my own, you know, a lot of people do come in, you know, with people they know or already started. 
and I didn't know anybody else. So yeah, I won't say it wasn't a bit nervous, but you, you're just made to feel, Ill, you know, at ease as soon as you walk in, really, and you've got things to get on with and do. So it's okay. uh, quite a good way to do it. Brilliant. And how did you get on? So you did the challenge. Well, how did how did you get on over those eight weeks? Um, okay, got started getting to know people. I think I felt as if I settled in really quickly. I, just, I think because I had something to focus on, but it it was good good fun. All the different coaches, of which obviously we found out had been members themselves. Some of them, a couple of them, were relatively new. You know, well, have joined, have started since I've been there as coach. And they picked up so quickly. And I think because they similar backgrounds to us, the interaction was much, you know, it, it was it's just a totally different, relaxed type interacting with them all with, and with each other. And uh, yeah, I think I, I, I worked at it quite well. I know I only just made it, but it was just over 20 pounds I think I did lose. But I think doing the way they did the weigh-ins and everything else and encouraged you and you got advice all the way through with different things to eat and if you were perhaps getting a little bit close maybe not going to make your 20 pounds it was little um tricks and things that you could do fish and green veg i think was a thing at the time just to maybe help for that last week or so but generally the idea was just gradually changing how you viewed your diet rather than it being eat less of all sorts mm. um, i i found that quite interesting you, you did well there to hit the challenge because the challenge, whilst in theory the the process is the same for everyone, obviously someone who's got a lot more weight to lose, it's less of an adjustment. Someone who's got several stone to lose, doing a deficit that would create twenty pounds of weight loss in eight weeks is less of a change for someone like yourself, who that was probably all the weight you had to lose. Yeah, probably quite possibly. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, I think I was accused of perhaps losing too much. <laughs> well, I think people do sometimes accuse people of losing too much, but I think that yeah. perhaps maybe says more about where where they're at, perhaps with that. Oh well, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I I mean, I was keen for the challenge, but I think one of the probably the things I learned because of the way my life was with work and being busy, and the family and everything else, I we did rely on processed foods a lot, mm -hmm. and what I, I didn't actually spend that much time cooking. But again, finding out from the sort of eating side of things, um, you know, I've actually enjoyed food more since, you know, taking more time to find the fresh stuff, trying different different foods and all the rest of it. And it's actually better for you. That's um, awesome because I think that, that has to underpin whatever changes we're doing. I think whether it be a change to, to cooking more or however else we do, it has to be a change that we're at the very least happy to do if not ideally is enjoyable i think if whatever the changes are if we don't like doing them if they're a pain and it's just you know hard work willpower yeah it'll get us so far but eventually we'll we'll stop if it's an approach that we're happy to do we find enjoyable we'll hopefully as you have keep on going so that's the first couple of months and obviously you lost the 20 pounds and what have you but you've got a number of other things that i can think of at the top of my head that you've you've done and have happened with you over the kind of intervening years what would you say have been some of the highlights of the, the time with the club um things i never thought i would do probably mostly born survivor certainly for one yeah um, and the fact that i signed up for it twice is it but i mean that again total eye-opener i mean by my age and anything else, that is not something that would have even crossed my mind, let alone thought about and just would not have done it. But it, you know, that first one, you can't escape it if you've never done it before. 
it is, you know, the way you feel when you get to the end, however well you've done, and the fact that I didn't get up that wall, it doesn't matter. You still, it's, you know, and the biggest part of it was the teamwork. I mean, I wouldn't have got over those walls without someone giving me a good helping hand over, over. but I mean, it was, it was, it was a, a brilliant thing to do. And I did it twice. And obviously I was fortunate to be on the two biggest years that we had. So that was quite good as well. But yeah, so for those that don't know, Born Survivors are an, uh, what's called an OCR, an obstacle course run, like a mud run type event that's held normally. It wasn't last year, but normally each year, one at Capesland Hall near Macclesfield, they do a second one up in the Lake District. Uh, and uh, pretty much as you said there, Kim, for the vast majority of people who join us, it's kind of the last thing they ever expected that they would even consider doing. I don't really know why it's become our thing, because in theory, we, on average, attract people who don't like that sort of stuff. We're not. We're not. A hardcore gym we're not somewhere that, that markets to people that like that i know people that, that run programs specifically for people that like ocrs and train that kind of person uh and then they have teams of five or ten or fifteen people at those sort of events which is still great uh, for whatever reason we in those particular two years had teams of 106 and then 164 people who nearly all of whom when they first heard about it thought definitely not me but then like you did there got themselves in a position where they felt physically capable uh, did it enjoyed it were, were, were pleased with not only the progress they made to be able to even give it a go but then the fact that they could turn up on the day and do it and yeah for some reason it's just become one of our things um and you mentioned there about not getting up the wall as i said on the day you know before we started things like that don't matter. Uh, what everyone did on that day will have been more than 99.9% .9 of the population did, not just on that day, but probably in general. And I think the human brain sometimes is tempted to focus on the little bit of something, whatever it may be, that we didn't quite do. So it might notice the, the one meal of the week where we ate less well, and then think that we've failed, think that we should write it off and come back to it. It might be tempted to focus on the one obstacle we didn't do or the one exercise we didn't complete and potentially forgetting what you did that day, which was 10K, all those obstacles and stuff, which is which is fantastic. Uh, I can think of a few other things, a few other highlights. You were the first Golden Panther. Yay. <laughs> uh, for those that don't know, that we, we actually we've changed the system uh, over the last year or so, but uh, at that point we ran um, a series of well, it's a system basically designed to recognize and reward people's progress and to help keep them motivated where they worked through from being a white wolf through to black panther. And then when people like yourself sort of get to black panther, we had to add extra levels in. So we added in um, advanced elite and master and then golden panther. Um, and it, the first eight levels from starting through to black panther were more about progression. So it wasn't about hitting absolute levels. It was about making forward progress. But then we had to kind of put something in it was more about hitting an absolute level to give people something still to work for at that stage and, and the golden panther was pretty challenging to achieve so that was that was awesome working in doing that well done okay <laughs> um what else have been the highlights of the last uh coming up for five years well part of that was uh, part of the golden panther apart from maintaining the body fat level i think it was the, um, lifting one and a half times your body weight and then having to do an event. Well, I mean, I'd, I'd done Born Survivor, but then we used to have the Olympics, didn't we? Every week we did Olympics at the club. You know, again, something else that I never would have really, I don't like doing things in front of people apart from anything else, but I did do the, uh, 
pull-ups for that, which was, which was quite a good, a good thing to do. And certainly something else that I did while I was there was um, the tw a 12-week weightlifting course. Now, weightlifting just, again, would not really have crossed my mind, but I, I did quite enjoy it. I mean, I've obviously not done it for a while and, and wouldn't be able to lift to that level at the moment and without training, but even to get to the, I mean, I, I would have liked to have got to double my body weight, which at the time would have been about 120, I think. But um, I think I got up to about 101. So phenomenal. That's, yeah. that's amazing. Deadlifting over 100 kilos is phenomenal anyway, full stop for anyone. But yeah, a, a person of your size, because you're not naturally a big person, to be able to lift over 100 kilos is, is amazing. <laughs> I'm down to the lowest weight that I was when, when I first joined at the moment. Okay. Right. Yeah. Brilliant. Why, why would you say that is then? Because obviously the last year has been challenging in a lot of respects. And I'd probably say 95% plus of the population have gained weight, but you've lost that little bit there. Why would you say that is? Uh, definitely something that took a long time for me to sort of get onto and start taking seriously was the My Fitness Pal. Um, which I've now been doing for something like 340 days because right. it's become a habit. Yeah. It's almost like I can't not do it now, but it is so straightforward. Obviously, most of the stuff I use, recipes, batch cooking and stuff I do, is now already in there. So maintaining that, even though recently, because I've not really, I'm, I'm just maintaining, um, it's definitely keeping me, you know, just around that area I'm, I'm, I'm not keeping to exact calories but because i'm using it i'm just keeping an eye on it and not going down and not saying that i would if i stopped using my perhaps i wouldn't but i quite i've got used to that now and i quite like having it i put everything in it so like christmas day and any days that i might have more um i actually had mcdonald's takeaway for my son's birthday yesterday it all goes in there and it's like you've said and how we've learned to use it balancing it out it's it's it is very easy to do and i just find it now part of my routine that keeps i mean I, as you said i'm sort of quite consistent and i have been for some time because of that that definitely has helped or, or obviously the whole whole thing of rise and how it works and how long I've been going it's definitely a full-on lifestyle change it's not something I've done for a short while stopped and then put on and then you have it's something that's I've now changed and I'm, I'm used to doing and yes I could give up rise and carry on probably managing my own but at the moment the biggest part of rise well and all the time it has been but particularly the last year is the um, the social side of it? The, you know, the contact with the members and the coaches is definitely. Well, you know, I said it enough times. Being a proper life during the pandemic, been pretty good. That's why that's great to hear because I know it's been a, a difficult year and, and hearing that kind of what we do is, is help people with that is, is, is great to hear. Just rewinding slightly there to my fitness pals and, and tracking as a general thing. It's interesting, isn't it? Like when when you do get used to it. It is actually really quick and easy, but I completely understand people's kind of resistance to doing it because it feels like a bit of a pain in the ass when you first do it. I think it's because it's whilst you're doing something else and maybe there's an element of kind of knowing actually what it's going to tell you and, and not necessarily wanting to, to, to face that. But most people I know who've got into doing it on a regular basis, when they look at their screen time on their phone, it's about five minutes per week. Yeah. So five minutes out of an 80 is probably the highest return investment activity we could do. You know, if you were to do that amount of 
exercise that would still be beneficial but it would do relatively little that amount of I don't know work or anything else there's only so much you can get in five minutes but five minutes of tracking not even five minutes sat down in one go but five minutes spread out across the week for the benefit it gives both in terms of the knowledge you can take forward and as you're finding there that that degree of accountability that degree of almost not having to answer to it but just knowing that there'll be something that kind of recognizes those decisions that you make and makes it more likely that you'll make on average better decisions as as you have been. Cool, so that pretty much brings us up to date. Uh, posted in the group earlier uh, asking if anyone got any particular questions for you. Janet, who I fully expected would ask something. Yeah. Uh, Janet's question was, how would Kim describe her level of fitness before Rise? Um, I think I've probably already said actually, but I mean, because of my job at the time, it had become from something that was fairly on my feet all the time with manual. Um, I was doing a lot more office-based work and it was, you know, I really wasn't doing much apart from the odd, you know, taking the dog out, for not really a long walk. I mean, Janet knows more than anyone, the amount, the amount I've increased, nowhere near as much as Janet has on all the daily walks she's doing, but... Um, yeah, and that was, again, for improved fitness, because something else I've learned, and I think we're all learning because of the way we're showing us, is that increasing the exercise and everything isn't what helped lose the weight. That's yeah. the diet. But it definitely did help, does help with energy and, and general fitness. Yeah, 100%. That's, that's what I say to everyone. I say, you know, whilst there are potential weight loss and calorie burning benefits from exercise, I think almost it it works best for most people to to say that there aren't to, to say that exercise is great for feeling good for energy levels for mental health clarity focus mood uh, fitness average longevity all that sort of stuff and as you said eating better for, for weight loss in essence because that's by far the easiest win you know even a great workout only going to burn a few hundred calories the adjustments you'd make to eat a few hundred calories less whilst maybe mentally is a challenge physically it's, it's it's almost no effort it's like actually less effort in some ways because you're either just eating a little bit less of the same thing or maybe making some tactical swap uh yeah cool awesome so that brings kim right up to date any particular words of wisdom you've got anything that you think that people listening to this will be interested to hear um well only from my own experience but certainly um to realize it's not just quick fix um but certainly what we just said about the exercise not being you see a lot of people advertising and that saying get fit and get this and lose so many pounds is not to put all the onus on that yeah because um it's you know obviously it's, there's lots of important reasons for it but i think it's people thinking that that's what's going to you know get them could then end up being disappointed they're not losing weight as they expect to by doing that exercise so it's, it's fine, but just do a bit of both, try and balance it. Yeah, 100%. I think the, the benefit of exercise and weight loss is, is massively overrated, if you will. And, and I think as, as an industry, as the fitness industry is massively guilty of that. I see a lot of people trying yeah. to sell their programs based on the massive fat burning potential of, of their custom designed way of, of doing it. And maybe, maybe their structure makes it five or 10% more effective, but it it's, hugely been oversold i think often as well these things are based on some vague kernel of truth but just exaggerated to a degree that 
it makes it essentially not true. Like people talk a lot about the afterburn effect of their sessions. I still see it now. I still I see facilities marketing that their sessions will turn you into a fat burning machine for up to 72 hours after a workout. And the research suggests that any increased calorie burn over the two days, the three days afterwards, is in the magnitude of maybe 80 to 100 calories or so, yeah. which is pointless. You're talking yeah. 30 calories odd per day from doing a workout that you probably found less enjoyable, not always, but you know, chances are found less enjoyable than another one that you might do. And the adjustments you'd make to eat 30 calories less instead are infinitely more easy. And same with a lot of things, same with when people talk about uh, so many things in the fitness industry, uh, the benefit of certain supplements, uh, uh, fasting windows, all these sort of things. Again, there's a, there's a kernel of truth. There's, there's something there, but it's, it's, to me, it's what you might do if you're training for the Olympics. It, it might add that extra half a percent or 2% on, but actually there are far bigger wins. Just eating a bit better, doing some exercise, maybe trying to, get a bit more sleep and drinking a bit more water or a way bigger wins for 99% of the population. Yeah, I think it, I think it has been certainly over the years that, you know, I've been around and doing exercise miss soul to an extent, because I, I certainly believe that, you know, when I started exercising that, that the more exercise you could eat what you want. And some of them advertise that you can eat what you want as long yeah. as you do this exercise. I mean, the best ones are those drinks that are supposed to, you swallow them and they're like melting your fat as you're swallowing them, which is, Oh, you get you get some terrible ones now, <laughs> like skinny coffees, and then you've got skinny jabs and all these sort of things. And it's like, I don't get what the supposed even thought processes behind some of them are. It's like, there's some you like, well, I, I see where you've come from. You've, you've got it a bit wrong, but I see where you've come from. With some things, you're just like, well, that's just nonsense. But, I think there's more, there's, the, the professionals are being more honest than they used to be in years gone by. I mean, things it was just misadvertising, but I think they have got better now. I mean, with my fitness pal, I, I've never included any of my exercise in that. I know for some of them, particularly if you if you walk for a fair distance, um, burns off, you know, some calories, but I've never used that on, because I just, I don't want to. There's no need. That's not why I do the exercise. I think it's more... You know the, the diet is more the side if I wanted to lose more weight, whereas the exercise is you know, more for me for the fitness and the, the fun side. To be honest, I mean, I know we haven't been able to do it the same for, for a long time now, but even on Zoom, because it is live interaction, you know, when we have a chat afterwards and things, it's it's great. Yeah, it's definitely the next best thing. I, I say to everyone when they say that. They're not enjoying it as much as being in the club. It's like, well, no one is. And I, I don't expect you to. Uh, like I, my, I did post uh, the other day for uh, my kids about their homeschool, and they're not enjoying that as much as being at school. But it's the next best thing. It's better than doing nothing. It's better than kind of stopping completely, slipping backwards, whether that be education-wise or health and fitness-wise, and having to kind of start again at some point. Uh, yeah. Cool. Awesome. Anything else you think that the people listening will be interested to hear, Kim? <laughs> Nothing that you haven't said in the past. Certainly the um, the sort of speed up and slow down versus starting and stopping is another thing that, you know, you pick up bits and pieces along the way that actually make a lot of sense. And I, I try. That's what's helped a lot, of, a lot of people. Awesome. Cool. Well, thanks for your time, Kim. Hope you guys listening at home enjoyed that. Thank you.